You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I'm trying to find a Saints angle to keep me off of the Cowboys. And I can't really find one because they're so banged up. And I'll keep hammering this point home. The line moved in New Orleans' direction because Mike McCarthy is not on the sidelines. I don't think that has anything to do with how the Cowboys are going to perform. Yes, he's a good head coach, but Dan Quinn's going to be there. Taysom Hill doesn't move the needle for me for the Saints. The fact that Alvin Kamara isn't playing, I think, is the biggest story of all. So I can't find a reason to bet the Saints. I I think I'm going to lay it with the Cowboys, even though I'm not crazy about this game. Yeah, how much do you believe in trends like that with the Saints? Like, what'd you say, 9-2 against the spread as underdog in their last 11? Like, But yeah. 11 of those games, they weren't completely decimated on their offense. Well, and the last time they were a dog, they got crushed by the Bills. So you have to take that into account as well. I, I, I keep talking myself into the Cowboys. That's probably my side here. It's not going to be my favorite bet, not my favorite game of the week, but I just cannot find a Saints angle. Maybe Joe G has one. I don't know. Yeah, so let's bring a third voice into this discussion that we're having about Thursday Night Football and welcome on our good friend, Joe Giglio. He is the host of BetQL Daily, and he's joining us on the Roman guest line. Joe, what is your handle on this Thursday night football game? Because clearly, we don't have a good one. Yeah, I'm I'm more on your side, uh, leaning towards the Cowboys in this one. I'm, and what Jenks said there about you know trying to find the angle on the same, it's difficult in this game. You know, we'll see if the quarterback situation is different. Um, you know, this week for New Orleans, and if they get a little more juice there, but it's not like they're getting a significant upgrade either way. I mean, these, these guys are not you know, really good quarterbacks. Uh, so that, that's the first downgrade for the Saints. It's just a gigantic quarterback difference in this game with Dak Prescott on one side and then whatever, you know, Sean Payne's going to decide to do with his quarterback situation. No Kamara is a big deal. And, you know, Dallas, they really need this game. I mean, I, I look at them as, as they got to be in a little desperation mode here because not that I think they're actually going to blow the NFC East to a team like the Washington football team, but, guys, if they lose this game and Washington wins uh, in what should be a, a tight game on Sunday against Las Vegas, all of a sudden, this division is up for grabs again. So I think we'll get a good Dallas effort despite the coaching issues they have and um, how many of them are going to be out or not with them tonight. I like Dallas. It is a weird spread. That number is just kind of in that dead area, but I do like Dallas tonight. Joe, when you look at the Saints quarterback situation, clearly they're going with Taysom Hill instead of Trevor Simeon. And, of course, when you look at the National Football League, quarterback is the most important position. What does Hill bring to the table, if anything, that would make you think, okay, New Orleans has a fighting chance here. Well, it's his running ability. And, and you know, the one thing I worry about tonight, Jinx, is, is, you know, he's been banged up the last few. So I really think it's been 
kind of underreported, talked about, like, why was Trevor Simeon playing? I mean, they, they, the Saints have paid Taysom Hill twice, basically, over the last year, restructured that deal, giving him more money. Obviously, Sean Payton likes this guy and believes he's an asset at the quarterback position in some way, whether it's as, like, a 1A or eventually one day a 1. He likes him, yet he wasn't playing because he had a foot issue. How healthy he is tonight, I don't know. If he's fully healthy, I think it gives Dallas some trouble. I mean, you know, running quarterbacks could give any team trouble, especially if you haven't seen them much. But I just I don't know if he's healthy enough to be the best version of himself. It's part of why I don't love the Saints tonight. Yeah, so looking at this game, I'm trying to figure out the game script to, game script to go along with some of these props. What do you think the game script is going to be for the Cowboys? Because this is the second week in a row in which – Somebody from the team has said that we're going to get the running game going. We're going to feed Zeke this week. But they said that last week, and it wasn't the case. So going against the Saints defense that's tops in the league, I believe, against the run, I think it's going to be tough to get the run game going. How do you see this game playing out for the Cowboys offense? Yeah, just I agree. I mean, I, I think Dallas is going to try to do that. But for the most part this year, other than the Eagles game, and that might just be an anomaly for the Saints defense, They've stopped the run, right? They don't allow teams to, to line up and run the football. And, you know, some teams we know in the NFL don't even really want to try, like the Bills last week. I mean, they really wanted to throw the ball. That's what they do. But, you know, I, I think Dallas will try early. Eventually they'll realize, you know, Dak and getting C.D. Lamb back, maybe Amari Cooper back, is their best way to go. So if this thing – listen, if the Cowboys try to run the football and it's not working and it stays close, shame on them. Because when you have the weapons they have and you have the quarterback advantage they have in this game tonight – it would be it would be pretty silly if I'm watching this game in the fourth quarter and it's twenty to seventeen. I'm like, why does Zach only have eighteen attempts? Like they got to use their best player tonight, and I think eventually they will. So, Joe, what is your take on your Eagles? Because you've gone back and forth a little bit, or I think we've gone back and forth more than you have. And Jalen Hurts did not look great last week. They've been leaning on that ground game, which has slowed down a little bit. But are the Eagles going to be consistent enough with their remaining schedule to make a postseason run? Yeah, I felt good about it last week, James, before that game. I don't feel as good about it now. I mean, let's, let's just be real about it. They lost the game they shouldn't have lost. I mean, the Eagles last week had four turnovers. I mean, they did everything possible to lose that football game, led by Jalen Hurts, who played his worst game as a pro, and, and yet they were still in it at the end. It just shows you really how bad that Giants team is right now. But in this NFC playoff race, I, I thought they lost last week the opportunity to kind of lead this charge, to be that team that really was in the driver's seat, and now they're in the muck of this, and... You know, I think we saw last week, and, and we've seen this with teams that are run-based and quarterbacks that are you know, young and kind of up and down as a thrower, that they're going to have clunkers. And if you ask me right now, will the Eagles win out? I'm going to say they won't because they're probably going to have one more clunker. They have division games the rest of the way after the Jets this weekend. So they'll be in it. They'll probably be down at the end, maybe a game out or, or right there with a tiebreaker. But it's tough to trust them to win every week with the team they have right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Joe, it seems harder and harder to get a read on some of these spreads, at least for me. I feel like the lines just get sharper and sharper. Are there any other games on the slate this weekend that you see some value in? Well, the, the Sunday night game is interesting, guys. I mean, the Denver Broncos getting 10 points 
in Kansas City on Sunday feels like a lot. I, I know, and, I, and I've experienced this a lot uh, you know, in my life, like betting against Andy Reid or picking against Andy Reid off a bye is a fool's errand. We know how great he is off a bye. But we're just talking about the number here. I think the Chiefs will win this game on Sunday night at home. But 10 points on Sunday? I mean, look at these two teams. The Broncos consistently have been a better team than I think I've given them credit for this year. Their point differential is better than the Kansas City Chiefs. And I know the Chiefs have played better, but are we ready to lay 10 points again with the Chiefs? I'm not. I think that number is way too high on Sunday. And Teddy Bridgewater in his career, I mean, the guy covers about 80% of the time when, when he's a road dog of, of more than a field goal. I mean, he, we've seen this. Teddy covers uh, is always kind of in these games. I, I like Denver plus the 10 on, uh, on Sunday night. Joe, I'm curious about your thoughts on this Bengals-Chargers game because you talk about a line that stinks where you've got the Bengals laying three at BetMGM and all of the money is coming in on Cincinnati, but that line hasn't budged. It feels like to me that the Chargers are the right side just as a contrarian play and that we're seeing a lot of we're just seeing a lot of immediate overreaction based on the two results we saw last weekend. What is your thought? Yeah, it is overreaction. And really, it's interesting. When you look at these two teams, they're very similar. You know, not exactly stylistically in terms of what they're good against, but they just feel like the same team to me. You know, playoffs e kind of teams. I could see both of them in the playoffs, but they're not quite ready to go to a Super Bowl or be a consistent, consistently excellent team. Two really, really good young quarterbacks who – I would take either of them. I think most teams, unless you have a great quarterback right now, would love to have Herbert and Burrow. But the one matchup point here that you know it does favor the Bengals. Jenks would be you know Mixon is running the ball really, really well right now for Cincinnati. And this, I mean, this Charger defense, we kind of poo pooed it early in the year, like, well, Brandon Staley, he doesn't mind if you run the football. He, it's not that big of a deal. Well, they're getting gashed in the run game right now. Still last in the NFL. They're not good on third down. I, I'm with you because the teams are so even. I lean the Chargers just getting points in a toss-up game, but uh, the Chargers really got to fix that defense, third down and, and rushing. Otherwise, they're going to get a, have an early playoff exit in a month or so. Yeah, the Chargers have the worst run defense, statistically speaking, in the entire NFL. And you're right, Joe Mixon has been an absolute wagon in the past two games. <laughs> uh, looking at other games on the slate, and I'm looking at the Seahawks Niners spread. The Seahawks are getting three and a half points at home. And the consensus has been at some point, Russell Wilson in this passing game is going to get back in business. But I just, we say that every week. Do you think Russell Wilson and the Seahawks team is broken? Do you think we will see a bounce back ever? Or do you think they're a team that you cannot trust right now? So I think they're broken, uh, big picture. I, I think it's going to topple over. It feels like a house of cards over there. I mean, I, I'd be surprised if, if one or even, you know, if both are back between Carroll and Wilson next year, I'd be shocked. And most, both might be gone. I mean, the Seahawks might just look different than we've seen in a decade, you know, about six months from now. But as far as this game on Sunday, guys, let me make a comparison um, to last week, a game we kind of just touched on, and why I think the side here, I think the side here is the Seahawks plus the three and a half at home. It reminds me a little bit of last week's Eagles-Giants game. The Giants coming off a Monday night loss, primetime. Everyone watched how bad they were against the Bucks. It was like, fade the Giants, they're going to fire everyone, they stink. And they went home, and they played an Eagles team that, although they were playing better, like we just talked about, tough to trust them. And I feel the same way about this game. And the Niners are better than the Eagles, but are the Niners just ready to reel off five, six, seven wins in a row? I'm not sure. I mean, Garoppolo is always prone to a sinker once in a while. This is a road game in the division. No Debo Samuel, no Fred Warner. I could see the Niners playing down. 
And if Russell Wilson plays a little bit better, you give me three and a half. I'm, I'm going to be on the Seattle side in this game. Joe, what is your thought on the Rams? We were just discussing this. They have all the talent in the world. I have a futures ticket on them at 14 to 1, but Matthew Stafford looks awful. Pick sixes in three consecutive games. They haven't really beaten anyone of note in two months. Are they done, or do they have a chance to, to put things together and make an actual run here? Yeah, I don't think they're done, but I, I hate the way this is trending, and it's really become a long-term trend. So they have the Jaguars this week. I mean, you know, we know what the Rams are. They, they bully bad teams. And this is why the Rams could, could kind of put up their, their point differential and their record. Like, I'm sure they'll beat the Jaguars up this weekend, and they go to Arizona next Monday night, so they will have a chance to, to change the narrative and change the feeling we're talking about right now. But, guys, you know, I'm all for, for saying, well, Stafford's been terrible because he has, and he's really gone backwards the last few weeks, and I still have questions about him as a guy that you could win a Super Bowl with. But I, I think we have to go big picture here with the Rams. Look at year by year and what happens to this offense with Sean McVay after around the middle of the season. It was very easy for all of us to say, well, Jared Goff stinks. The defensive coordinators figured this out. Well, now we're doing it about Matthew Stafford. Maybe Sean McVay's offense becomes too predictable. Maybe he doesn't change enough middle of the season as teams get more and more tape on him. I'm starting to wonder about the McVay aspect here. You know, We know he's a good coach, but is he a championship coach? You've you got to get through a full season and continue to do well if you're going to be one. I, I have big questions on McVay's offense right now. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.